Welcome everybody, share number 890. We're learning today Le'ilei Nishmas Moshe Doiv Ben Rebaran Zizel. Le'ilei Nishmas Blima Basra Moshe and Le'refua Shalema Elio Ben Dina Malka. Okay, getting back to our Malacha of Maka Bepatish. We are still going through, I'm trying to go through a few interesting examples which might come up whereby one might think it's not allowed, um, and actually it is allowed in conjunction with Tikkun Mana for various different reasons. Okay, so brings down interesting, we spoke about in the past, the safer... Um, the Sefer Shabbos home uh, brings down in reference to a hat. We said if somebody has a crushed hat, and Lemay said they have the hat, and the God, it's a regular soft hat, the regular soft hat that's, that hats that we have, that uh, we wear. Lemay brings from the Mincha Shloima, and others that he says it is permitted to reshape a soft hat even if it was completely crushed in other words let's say somebody sat on it it got blown off um, just keeping in mind though if it got blown off fell on the floor one has to be careful cleaning off the dust that is a problem um, taking off dust from a hat is a major problem the Mishabura talks about we've got this in the our Malacha of Malabin just real quickly to Chazarova it's Kadai to keep in mind taking off dust from clothing in general is problematic that includes a hat which is a uh, regular material the Mishabura talks about when one comes to shul to make sure they put the hat in a clean place um, you know, when they're wearing the talus or whatever the case is, that it shouldn't get dusty and then have to run into problems of what do they do now. But it's, it's uh, one is, has to be careful not to take off dust on Shabbos. But be it as it may, the hat, as far as the crushed hat, he had to reshape it, the soft hat, even if it was completely crushed. Since it's common, he brings down the meister from these poiskins, since it is common for a hat to lose its shape, it happens, it happens. It, it gets bent out of shape. You see all the time, a lot of times you'll see in shul, somebody wearing a hat, it's a little bit bent this way, bent that way, whatever the case is, over time definitely it gets bent out of shape, bent out of shape, um, or it gets bent in, and it gets bent in easy, easier the more time that passes, Taka, since it's common for a hat to lose its shape, and the correction is effortless. In other words, you just push it back up. Reshaping it is considered as part of its normal usage. Um, and it's not a ticket, not an act of a repair, whereby we're going to call it ticket mana. It would not be ticket mana, but not, so. Oh, but, but now we want to keep in mind that these inyanim that we're talking about, ataka, nor part of its normal usage. If it's something that's not part of the normal usage, that's when you're running into a problem already of ticket mana. Now, he does just end off, like we said, it is forbidden, it would be also, however, to steam or brush the hat. Of course, to brush the hat if there's dust, or brush the hat in general, well, you're not supposed to use a brush on Shabbos for hats and, or anything. And it goes without saying to steam the hat also can't be done on Shabbos. These in Yonim would be usher. Now, uh, but just as far, uh, uh, so the bottom line is, if it just got bent out of shape, that's fine, but all the other in Yonim, steaming it, brushing it, uh, taking off dust or the like, what one should not do on Shabbos. Just to put it, push it back if it got bent in. Interesting case. We spoke about in the past in reference to plastic cups, uh, paper napkins, or the like. Let's say a plastic cup got crushed. We said that was no problem to push it back out. Um, he brings down, does it say for Shabbos home, also an aluminum foil pan. Let's say one has an aluminum foil pan. That's uh, basically a throwaway pan. Now it got crushed um, or it got bent. So I want to push it back, you know, so so I could use it, whatever the case is. So could I do that? I'm, I'm fixing pan. It could be taken out. No, so he brings down the mice. That's also no problem. It is permitted to straighten a plastic plastic cup, uh, paper napkin, or aluminum foil pan that is out of shape. Why? Since it's common for these items to lose their shape during usage, 
Therefore, straightening them out is an easy task, and Makbetish Tekemono or the like would not apply in these instances. He brings this down also from the Sefer Minchas Shels and Shuvas Minchas an interesting case he brings down, we spoke about in the past also a fruit cup. A lot of these things are a little bit um, whereby review, where we spoke about them in the past in a different setting in Boina and, and so on, but here and there it's a little bit of a different twitch. He brings down Lemaise assembling a fruit cup. We've spoken about in the past, the Sefer Allah has brought down assembling the plastic, those plastic fruit cups. Of course, if it's a regular cup, you know, like glass or somehow, and you're attaching two pieces that you can't do. But if it's a throwaway type of a plastic fruit cup, um, in general, we saw the Sefer Yitzhah says one should not do it. And he does bring down, does the Sefer Shabbos home also, that there are quite a number of Paiskim who hold in general. One should be careful not to do it on Shabbos. Where, where possible, it should be done Erev Shabbos, that's for sure. It should be, you know, a person, they need, let's say, uh, 30, 40 fruit cups or whatever to get it ready before Shabbos. Um, but he does bring down Lemaisa that there are those Paiskim, there are some Paiskim who permit assembling a plastic fruit cup whose cup must be attached by the stem, like we said. It's those two pieces, and the, 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 and you put it together. But Lemaisa, what, what would be the reason to allow it? Um, you, you're, atta- you're making it now into a usable fruit cup, so in, it's sort of like the aluminum pen, he says. In their view, in the view of these Paiskim, since the attachment is not a strong nature of the cup, it's, it, it, it is not of a strong nature, and the cup is discarded after use. In Lemaisa, the cup is garbage, you know. You use it once, it's a throwaway type of a thing. It's not so therefore the prohibition of Makabapatish he brings down according to these Paiskim will not apply. But he does bring down in con- a little bit similar to like we saw from the Sefer Isalach, his other Paiskim do hold um, that one should assemble if they want to use these cups before uh, on Shabbos, one should assemble the cup briefly uh, before Shabbos and then reassemble it, it and, and then reassembling it on Shabbos would be allowed. It's an interesting concept. Um, that to put it together straight, straight up one according to these Paiskim, one should should not do. Um, but if they already put it together from before Shabbos and whatever the reason is, they didn't have space, I, I'm not quite sure why one would take it apart, put it together and then take it apart. If you already have it together, why not leave it? But be it as it may, for whatever reason a person needs it, let's say on Friday or Shabbos, they'll put it together and take it apart. So he brings down, there are Paiskim who want to say that would be okay. Also, that other Paiskim may tame that one should assemble the cup briefly before Shabbos and then and then if they take it apart, then they could reassemble it as reassembling it would be permitted on Shabbos. And he brings down the mice it's best to follow those paiskim need be. But again, like we saw in the Sefer Yitzhah it's where possible, where possible one should um, put these fruit cups together from Erev Shabbos. You know, worst case scenario, somebody, Mamash, gets stuck. There are those who to rely on uh, because of the fact, like we saw, it was it is a throwaway item. Another interesting thing he brings down, um, one has a thermometer, in a case whereby one is allowed to use a thermometer, we're not talking about the digital, and the, the, the regular thermometers. Um, so Lemaisa, where, where one needs, I shouldn't say one is allowed, when one needs a thermometer for whatever reason, it is permitted, he brings down to shake down a thermometer prior to usage, just to shake it down, as people do, um, to use the thermometer that is allowed, he brings down also, does the safer shop is home. Now, uh, one other thing he brings down, which we've spoken about many times in the past, again, just reviewing, very important, that opening up a playpen, fold, a folding bed, uh, folding table, all type of things are no problem because of the fact that uh, Lemaise is made to open and close on a constant basis. So he brings down, again, the Sefer Shabbos home is permitted to open and close, regular playpen, uh, folding bed, folding table, since all the components are integral and connected 
They're, and they're all part of one unit. It's all connected. There's no the the, the in general if you ha if you have screwing in, in other words, you have to start using screws, screw it in, or connecting pieces. That's when you're running into a problem. But once it's just made to open and close, whether it's a bed, table, playpen, whatever it might be, um, that is not considered. That's not considered reassembling it, um, whereby you're talking about a problem of ticking mana. That is all part of the normal usage. Therefore, we do not say ticking mana. We do not say makabepatish. In these in Yanim. Thank you for listening. Aslochem Rachel Kultov.